Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball game! You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to Wishful Booking, the podcast so nice. We named it Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. Jimmy, what's going on? Liam, how are you? Not bad. How you doing? Doing all right. I'm slowly, slowly getting towards the, as they call it, the biggest party of the summer. I was going to say, have you ordered your keg? I've not ordered my <laughs> keg, and I don't think it's the biggest party of the summer. So <laughs> no, it's not. I, I was being sarcastic. Go ahead. Well, yes, obviously. No, I have I have a six-pack. I think a six-pack is appropriate. Oh, yeah. Not a keg. You might even have a few left over. The way things are looking... Absolutely. Damn. So, um, wrestling happened again this week, as it typically does. For the past 25 years, yeah. Good, good intro, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Monday Night Raw kicked off with... Oh, or is that cool if we dive right in? Absolutely. All right, let's dive in. Um, so, Monday Night Raw kicked off with a package about what happened last week with Reigns and Lesnar and Angle and Corbin. What the fuck happened? And then Angle and Corbin came out, and Angle talked about how he thinks Reigns is going to beat Lesnar at SummerSlam, and Corbin said he's biased, and then Reigns came out and was questioning Corbin for not standing up for Angle last week. Oh, and then, well, obviously that led to the match between them. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. What about you? <laughs> I definitely saw I it shocked. coming. Yeah. It still would have been a better, a good match for SummerSlam, I think. Uh, I mean, I... <laughs> With what they've been doing. I hate Roman so much that I want to see Brock beat the shit out of him. So there's always that, even though I don't know if that's going to happen this year. But, yeah, no, I mean, I, I could see that argument, for sure. Yeah, not that the match necessarily that they had on Monday justified it, but... I don't know. I just, the, the way they've been uh, executing the dynamic between these two, like, I kind of, I wish there was more there than there is, I guess. And also, I, you know, I don't want to see Reigns with Lesnar, so that would take care of that, too. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with this. It's just still very repetitive. I feel like they should be thinking out of the box. They're thinking out of the box with, like, the Heyman storyline, which we'll get into later. But aside from the Roman Brock, the same old garbage coming out of Roman's mouth. Basic Brockonomics. So. Pending what they do at SummerSlam, I think. Like, that's, we, you know, we kind of have to hold out full judgment until whatever happens at SummerSlam happens, but... Well, I mean, they can book a really crazy finish or something different than as of right now. The content of Roman's speech is similar to what I've been hearing. Yeah, yeah. Next was uh, the beginning of Seth Rollins and Kurt Angle. Seth needs to find a partner to take out Drew and Dolph. I mean, they're just spinning their wheels till SummerSlam. Should we talk about this whole thing now, like with Tyler Breeze and then Reigns not being allowed and all that? Oh, we sure should. Okay, because I'm sure we're on the same page. Very weird as fuck that this wound up leading to just no partner coming out and him losing. Am I wrong there? No. First of all, I think people would have loved to see Seth Rollins and Tyler Breeze uh, tag team. That's first of all. You're, you're talking about um, the way they treated it. They treated it like it was such a fucking joke. Meanwhile, like, I was definitely thinking the same thing. Like, no, this is awesome. They definitely shouldn't be condescending it this much. Like, people haven't, I don't know, I personally haven't given up on Breeze to the degree where, you know, this lands for me. I haven't given up on him. I love him. He was one of my favorites in NXT when I first started watching. I mean, he was in the main event scene. I know that he can be higher than he is. I don't know if I have hope yeah. that he will be. But no, probably not. Have Roman, but he was funny. Have Roman be the one to down talk him. It's just bad decision yep. making that they continue to do. Yep. This is the kind of thing that they don't realize that. I mean, he he had like a pop. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why are you continuing to like the guy comes on the screen? The audience gave him a decent reaction. Um, he he was funny. Trouble. He was actually funny. Yeah, I laughed. Me too. 
I definitely had that thought too. That'll be script script reads me. It's like almost a face it. a face move by Stephanie later. Awful. Except for what ended up happening. So then the match happened and I don't even know if that, you know, Dolph not being legal thing was supposed to happen and crowd is obviously hot as fuck for Ambrose, which they would be based on the way you built this thing throughout the night. None of it makes sense to me. No, I, I think if I was in that crowd, I would have been annoyed. Because I actually kind of thought, you were talking about it last week, that I read a report that Ambrose was ready any day now. We were saying that maybe that's not true, but it is true. He's literally ready. And that is true. And I thought SummerSlam soon, maybe this is happening. Maybe they're going to have him return here to get like a pop or add some more excitement to SummerSlam. He's definitely going to be at SummerSlam. I just wouldn't have done this where the crowd and the audience at home would think that he's coming out. Because maybe there were some people who, I don't want to say forgot about him in a bad way, but maybe he wasn't on their mind, and the reaction to his return at SummerSlam would have been bigger than I think it will be now after doing this whole segment. That's how I felt about it. You think? Could they be thinking the opposite? That people needed to be reminded about him, and this was just enough to do that? Oh, I think they could be thinking that. I'm just saying I don't agree with that choice. To have Rain step up and then be taken out. First of all, how are we living in a world where, I mean, I guess I understand... This implied thing where Roman's like, you know, I, I want to fight for my buddy. And Seth's like, no, no, no. First of all, he says, don't worry about it. I'll figure something out. I always do. Which, no, apparently you don't because you didn't. And also, is this not Range just flat out choosing money over his friend? His fucking brother even? Like, I, I know I'm supposed to just be like, well, yeah, he's got to do what he's got to do. But does he? This seems like just an opportunity that they created for themselves and then bypassed to actually give people a reason to root for Reigns. Oh, I mean, I couldn't disagree with you at all. I just don't understand in the writer's room what the rationalization is to some of these choices. And, and I can't, I mean, I know we're wrestling podcasts and I guess we're supposed to fill in those lines, but I mean, I just can't with stuff like this. I have no no idea, no, no, no indication of what they think the end game could be or... Yeah. Why do any of I'm this? If you don't have Ambrose, why are you teasing him? And if you want us to root for Reigns, then why are you really just overlooking all these little details that are like, you know, the Breeze thing, the fact that nobody actually thought he would risk his universal title match to go help his brother, like, which in reality, like, seems like it would be the better thing to do, like in terms of being a good person. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but that's not what the writers think. No, apparently not. That's attitude, pal. Should we move on from this, or do you want to... Oh, SummerSlam, do you think the best option is still for Ambrose to show up and turn on Rollins? Because I've heard it said that that might be a stale idea at this point, or a little bit played, like, like you know, unoriginal. Just, just to go back into Rollins versus Ambrose, they feuded for so long a couple of years ago, with the roles reversed, you know, which, personally, I don't really want to see Seth nor Dean spend their fall doing that. Um... Huh, and question. also, could, um, could Ambrose show up in the main event and do something with Roman? I think, I'm not sure if we talked about that last week, but. It's, no, it's a I, big don't, question. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I'll give a hard night of that one. No chance. Okay. Um, with Rollins, I mean, there is a new dynamic with Rollins being a baby face and being as over as he is, and Ambrose needing a new direction because Ambrose is getting kind of stale and he got injured at, unfortunately, a good and a bad time. Bad because yeah. it was kind of right near Royal Rumble season. Good because he was kind of getting sales, like I just said. So my issue with him turning in Rollins is the predictability for it, because that was being reported like 
months before, I mean, before he was injured, there were rumors that it was going to be Ambrose and Rollins at WrestleMania. Right, and right. And then there was Jordan and Rollins, and Jordan got hurt, which all benefited Seth. So, I mean, if it happened, I think it, it could be cool. Ambrose as a heel, I think, is going to be great. I think him having that creative yeah. freedom is probably going to light a fire under him. Hopefully. Um, Wishfully. So, I mean, it depends how they play it off. They can mask the predictability of it, or they can't. I mean, but regardless, it'll be an awesome feud. Or, or, or a tag team. I, but I, when what's the other option than going back to being a tag team? Yeah, I guess. That is a good point. So if I have those two choices, I think I'd like to see Ambrose heel. I mean, I'd rather see Ambrose heel. I, I think Ambrose heel is like so long overdue at this point. So it's hard you for me to... You could also do it, and you could also have Rollins win whatever Ambrose does, making Rollins win the title, and then Ambrose turns on Rollins to get to feud over the IC title, too, for the next few months. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. That's a good point. So... Because where else do they go with this? Um, I'm not going to take anywhere else. Yeah. It's a shame for McIntyre, man. Yeah, I'm hoping his time will come. Well, definitely. He's already in a better definitely spot than I thought he'd be. Really? He's already doing better than I thought he'd be. Yeah. I, I mean, when he was brought in with Dolph, I was worried. Right. And I feel like he's been given enough of a spotlight. He was in a main event of Raw. Um, and, and technically a pay-per-view while not being in it himself. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like he, he looks like a star. The commentary talks him up. His work rate has been good, so... God damn, we gotta put a rocket ship under this kid. And he, he was in the Universal title, you know, picture for a little bit during that... True. You want to well, for it. a not, night. Not a, not, kind a, of. not a tournament. Yeah. But that still helps the, the, the audience perception of him seem a bit higher. That's true. Even if he didn't win. That's true. And he didn't get pinned, don't forget. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You make some good points. And he looked strong early on when he first came up to the main roster against Braun Strowman. I think he and Dolph had a good showing against Finn and Braun. Yeah. Which is yeah, good. I'd give him about like a B, B plus for how they yeah. carried him so far. Okay. That's true. It, it just, when you talk about where he's actually at now, I mean, you know, his current spot is not wrestling his first big four pay per view back on the main roster, which, of course, I'm interpreting as. Credence to your initial argument that, you know, it would just be better if he didn't come up with Dolph. Oh, well, I agree with that, yeah. Well, yeah. But the fact that he did come up with Dolph and all those reasons I just stated is, is where I look at it more positively. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So moving on to Elias and Bobby Lashley. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. Appropriate response. Um, Dude, I really... No, go this ahead. This was an announced match, right? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure a commentary said it, but I saw no graphic for it. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Cole said it. Okay. Let me check the Wikipedia page. Oh, for SummerSlam, you mean? I haven't heard that at all. Yeah, I'm like 92% sure that I saw that. I mean, I heard it. Maybe you I'm very not. well could be right, but I didn't... I actually did look at a SummerSlam updated card that didn't have it on there, but did have, like, Balor versus Corbin. Oh, that's the match that I'm thinking of. Never mind. Yeah. Ballard Corbin. I, yeah. I knew one singles match got announced. Yeah. Another unnecessary Extreme Rules rematch. Um, yeah. But based on what's going on with these two, Lashley, can you believe watching where he's at now that a few weeks back we were talking about him possibly taking on Lesnar at SummerSlam? Um, no. Sad to say, but... Hell no! I have a theory that I was thinking about this last week, and now I feel like it has more uh, credibility this week. I think the Extreme Rules post-show, that promo Lashley cut, I think worked against him. I I think the fact that, looking back on it, he seemed to think that that match he won at Extreme Rules was the match that that signified that he was the new number one contender. 
And that's how he cut that promo. And I think the fact that he called himself the new big dog multiple times in that promo, Vince probably said, whoa, 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 he doesn't... If he doesn't realize why you can't do stuff like that, then I was crazy to consider him for the top spot at SummerSlam. I could be wrong. Hopefully, well, I am, but I, but I, that's what I think. Okay. How the fuck would you know? Well, that's. I think I may have uh, not something along those lines, but I think I, I said my surprise at his verbiage during that promo. It was very. Yeah. It was cocky, but not in like a dickish way. I was just very surprised given his one win over Roman that he was already... I mean, he literally called himself a champion. I mean, I understand yeah. he, he, he called it in, like, a you know, the adjective form, not, like, a literal champion. But I yeah. don't think how he's been portrayed matched up with the words that he said, even if he beat, even if he beat Roman. So I question whether or not that was written for him. So I kind of think that it wasn't, and I'm kind of with you. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I think he was given a ball... You know, he was... I, I think at the time... He had every reason to think that the way he cut that promo was the way he was supposed to be. And, and, and I'm not saying that it wasn't. It's just that he went too far in Vince's eyes. That's all. That's what I think. Definitely. They told yeah. him to act the way he acted, but he took it way too far in a way that Vince McMahon doesn't have the patience to, you know, help him realize why he shouldn't have. I guess. Right. And I mean, and this segment was, you know, better than last week, even though that's not saying much. Um, yeah. Elias is just. Elias is just gold every time he comes out. That's um, true, and that's that, the reason. That whole thing was amazing. Um, was you right. know, Bobby does seem like Bobby seems like an idiot that he, you know, although he got the upper hand, it was so obvious that Elias was going to turn on him somehow. Yep. Uh, and he's not, he's not ready for it. No, yeah, I, recover and attack back. Yeah, totally. And and yeah, he's an idiot. He's got donkey dung for brains. But I, I just um, the, the reason I brought up the extreme rules thing is because right now it's like they don't even know what the fuck to do with him. And I think the reason for that is because, you know, there was a different plan for him, and now they've all but given up on him. That's all. Lashley, not Elias, thank God. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Um, do you think this is a match at SummerSlam? I guess. I wrote the SummerSlam card on the board, and I wrote that match under TBA question mark. I don't know if I see them doing two mid-card singles matches on, on the show, both from Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Maybe pre-show or something? This would be awful. Yeah. Awful, but not unlikely. And that just furthers my case. Uh, so then the Kevin Owens show, I wrote down new set because, duh. I was probably, I mean, definitely in hindsight, more excited than I should have been for the new set off to the side of the stage. I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. This is like uh, barbershop style, the way it should be. But obviously that was all just for what wound up happening, which payoff-wise was nothing to write home about. I hope you got insurance. Wait, so when you saw them doing that, you didn't think that something was going to happen to that set? You just thought it was like they were trying something new? All right, well, now you make me feel like an idiot. But yeah, no. I'm not going right. to pretend I otherwise. I just thought, I, I just thought. Question like that. He's got donkey dung for brains. I thought, ooh, new look for the Kevin Owens show. I like it a lot. And, yeah, no, you know, because the way I, I was thinking about it, I didn't want to, I don't want to, you know, don't do stuff like that. Wait, wait. What the fuck? Kevin Owens... What the fuck I, It doesn't make sense that the only reason they did that was for the sake of Braun's attack against them in kayfabe. It just doesn't fucking make sense, you know? Oh, Kevin I, Owens I should have at least said, like, oh, I want to keep it, keep it away from the ring so people know this is a talk show, not a fight show, or something. Well, you know? that was my biggest issue with the entire segment, is that when I saw them on the side, I said, all right, well, Strowman is doing something, someone's going through it, or he's lifting it up. And then the more I thought about it, I, 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 that's why I kind of thought that everyone would think the way that I thought, because it isn't, it's always in the ring, and there has to be a reason why it isn't in the ring. And that that's, was the reason why. Yeah. 
But, I mean, you know, um, they do randomly sometimes do stuff not by the ring. So, I mean, in my defense. And people who thought like me is defense. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but it was all... I mean, I, I think it was... It, I don't think the match was needed. I think it was weird to do that and then have a match. Yeah. Um, I mean, you kind of had to, just given... Was it... Is it me or did that do nothing to Kevin Owens, Jinder, and whichever sing it is? Like it dropped them like three feet onto their feet. Yeah, I know. So they're kind of, you know, that's what I mean. Like if it led to like somehow them three all getting turned over into like going through tables or something, then yeah, maybe no match. But the way it wound up, I was like, oh, good. They got to have a match. And then with the disqualification finish, it kind of muddied the water as far as what I expect to happen at SummerSlam. What, what did you think coming out of this another outsmarting of Braun by Kevin? You think it muddied the waters? Muddied the waters. Remember what I was expecting to happen is like Kevin Owens sets himself up to win by disqualification by eating some kind of a big bump. Because I was thinking, you know, he's going to keep having Braun get himself counted out so that he expects that at SummerSlam. And then he gets DQ'd. But, you know, they did the DQ last night, so it's not quite that black and white. Well, they also did the count out already, and it has to be one of those two in order. Right. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, they are going to have to repeat one of them. Um, and maybe Strowman just wins. I kind of, I'm starting to be in that boat. I mean, I want Owens to win. I think it's a chance he wins. But the more I think about it, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the kid, one of my WWE text group guys, like, you know, Vince, big guys, don't forget it. That's always a good thing to keep in the back of your head. Big, big guys and big dogs. Huh. That's true. You're Vince, not wrong. Vince, Vince is serious. I mean, I would be a fool to argue that. Um, what else do we have here? Sasha and Bailey. You know, uh, I don't really. Um, I, I loved our theory about the horsewoman. I really want that to happen from last week's show. Okay. Uh, should that happen at Survivor Series instead? Thinking about the bigger picture, the four-on-four match, and also, uh, and also for the sake of having those women to make up a more full actual Evolution card, as opposed to you know having four of the top women in WWE all in one match on the first ever women's show? Um, yes, I do think Survivor Series is the right place, but I don't think that means that you can't do that angle at SummerSlam. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. What um, did you think about the, I guess, should we wait to talk about, no, I guess here's a good place, the shots fired from Becky and Charlotte to Sasha and Bailey. is that? Yes, very interesting, I thought. Yeah. Um, just um, keeping in mind know, what we were talking me, about last week, like did, that, that, I'm not, I'm not saying that doesn't, that means it's not going to happen. But it's strange that we're not strange. I think it's it's more than a coincidence that we were just talking about that, and now there's starting to cross reference. Well, my mind went towards less of the whole horsewoman thing and more towards getting a set of women's tag team titles. Oh, you're still because on that, I, huh? Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. Becky did an interview recently saying that she's openly advocating for it and in discussions. I don't know what that means, but... Like it means, it means, it means people are talking people. about it, allegedly. Well, I mean, I know what it means. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm yes, kidding. I, know. <laughs> um, I just don't know how close they are to being actually happening or if you know, she's just speaking her mind or whatever. But uh, they even have um, called themselves T-Generation X. Who? Becky and Charlotte. That's like their tag team name. T-Generation X. Because like, they drink tea. Time that whole, you know, that are whole they thing British? That like a thing. No, if there's like a thing in my pop culture, like, oh, I'm gonna spill the tea, like the truth. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. 
So that's why they always do that thing about the T. So that's why they want to call themselves T Generation X. Okay. Now, does that mean there's going to be a women's tag team division that's going to be their tag team name? No, it doesn't. But I just thought it was interesting that those are the, they're both could be tag teams and it's right around the time that the rumors are happening and I don't know. It could be nothing, but that's just where you know my what, mind went, first of all. You know what team name I like better than T-Generation X? Charlotte and the Becky. Wolf and Connection? No, oh. Charlotte and Becky. <laughs> you know, what team, you know oh. what team name I like better than the Boss Hug Connection? Sasha and Bailey. <laughs> and I fucking oh, yeah. hate names. I hate when teams are just this guy and this guy, but that's how bad I don't like either of those two other respective team names. Yeah, um, and uh, Sasha and Bailey. Uh, to be truthful, I didn't watch this whole match. Did they just work together well and win again? Yep. Oh, uh, okay, no, so. actually, no, 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 no. Otherwise, that Charlotte and Becky line wouldn't have made much sense. No, maybe Ruby returned in a hoodie, a la Sami Zayn at Hell in the Cell, and helped them to win. Liv Morgan and the uh, the UFC looking one. Right. I knew that because I run a wrestling podcast. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Right. Totally recall. Step your fucking game up. Did she have red in her hair? Who, Ruby? Yeah, like I red don't know. highlights. I don't know. I thought yeah. I thought before she took the hood down was her best look yet. No offense. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> All right, maybe not. I mean, I'm not saying she's not pretty or something. I just... Okay, let's transition. I guess I said that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, um... Okay, so they showed a video package for Roman and Brock. Yes. Like, after the first fucking video package. Yeah. And they said something that blew my mind. Michael Cole said it. Okay. A rivalry that has captured our attention for three years. <laughs> in all the wrong ways, Michael Cole, in all the wrong ways. Capture being the operative word, I think. It sure has. Like, why would you say that? Like, I can't be the only one who cringed. And I literally no, yeah, I, I definitely cringed, it. too. And wrote it in my notes, not for good reasons. Is it weird that they still featured Rollins as a prominent part of that package? I mean, I, I realize you can't tell the story without it, but it was like a big development like along the way in the package, and it just made me sad for where Rollins is now. Yeah, oh my God, it's awful. I hope it all ends on the same, all of it. Hopefully, yeah, we'll see. We will um, see. Oh, uh, and then the Roman Ultimatum. Yeah, okay, we already talked about oh, that. Oh, okay, um... So this, I don't know if this is filed under your other stuff, but it is something that I thought was interesting that Hardy and Wyatt are back in the oh no, this like the title picture. Yeah, no, this is definitely in the main in the main part because we were talking about that last week. This is one of a couple things where we thought something that obviously they have something different in mind. Yeah, I mean, well, I was right that they had to be team in revival, and I had assumed hmm. that revival was just going to win and then get their take team shot. Yeah, um, you were wrong so about Hardy that. Hardy and Wyatt come in, and I, I mean. I was definitely wrong. I don't agree with. I don't agree with it. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with it either. But the way they did it was cool. I thought the dan 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 back to the with them on the either side on the apron. Yeah, well, we did that a few weeks ago. I thought now, or maybe the, the week before that. Huh? They haven't done that specifically. Oh, I could have sworn they've appeared in the ring. I liked how the revival went missing. Well, they've re- no, no, no. That's what I'm talking about. They've yeah, they've done the thing where they appeared in the ring. I'm talking about specifically how they did it and and oh. took the place of either partner of the other two teams. Like that was a very clever, very original way to you know indicate where things are headed. Gotcha. Or reintroduce them um, into the scene, I guess. Yeah, so I guess it's a, 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 oh, a, a, did they announce the triple threat match next week for the title? Did they? 
Why do I keep I assume SummerSlam. I'm thinking I read things and hold on. Maybe you're having dreams no, where I'm you like, read things? This one this one I'm a little more positive on. So oh, I, I could be wrong. I always could be I, wrong. I mean, I, I was wrong before about uh, Lashley and Elias. But I thought it made sense because there's no room in the SummerSlam card for them to do it the week before. I thought that was their... their uh, I mean, at this point, they're um, just adding matches left and right, I feel like. Like, they'll figure that yeah. out when it gets to SummerSlam. I think we're going to have a handful of short matches early on, a la Extreme Rules. Yeah, Extreme Rules. Um, yeah. It was announced later in the evening that the B team will defend their titles next week in a triple threat match against both Revival and the Leaders of the World. Oh, okay. So either there's yeah. a no finish there and then we get the match at SummerSlam, or there's a finish there and we don't. I mean, I, I understand or, what you're saying, but just it's weird to have every title except one on the SummerSlam card. Either have them all or leave off a few. That's what I say. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I was saying, that's the official stance of this show. Um, so that was that. Then the Heyman interview. And Heyman, yes. I think the best way to be using Paul Heyman behind the scenes right now is to have him be working with talent that needs help in the talking department because he's just a fucking master, obviously. So good. Like, that, the, he was really crying. Like, he, he, he just totally, totally committed to what he was going for, and it just... I don't know. It was one of the most believable things I've seen on WWE in a very long time. Yeah, it was very riveting. Um, I like how he didn't shave. Um, well, I, I think it, it makes the Roman Brock storyline have like... A new dimension, um, kind of. Yeah, I don't want to say layers because that's giving it too much credit. But definitely a new dimension, yeah. Without a doubt. Doesn't have layers, but it sure does stink like an onion. <laughs> But the Heyman interview, fuck, was I going to say? Oh, one here's here's one problem I have with this. If this winds up being a ruse, does that not mean that Paul Heyman in kayfabe is better at acting than most of the rosters are outside of kayfabe? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. If this winds up being a ruse, like, I don't think Paul um, Heyman should be that good of an actor in kayfabe. Is I guess what I'm saying ultimately. Yeah, that would be pretty scary if that's like sociopathic as he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, has your opinion changed on what could happen with him at all? Or are you stuck? Because I'm really... Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he should... I don't think it should be a ruse where he goes back with Lesnar. I think... I, I would, So that still leaves open the possibility that he shows up at the end, helps Lesnar win, and then turns on him for the cash-in. Could uh, he... Could... Could Paul Heyman and Braun Strowman be a thing going forward after SummerSlam? Because the focus on, well, not the focus, oh. but the fact that they talked about, which they've talked about before, the idea, obviously, um, the idea of Paul Heyman going with somebody else and the way he spoke about that got me thinking, like, coming out of Monday, I was thinking, all right, so if he's going to leave Lesnar and go with anyone, it would be Reigns based on the way he spoke about it. But now I'm thinking Strowman would be probably more comparable in reality. Reigns is probably more comparable in the eyes of Vince and maybe even in kayfabe, but Braun is more comparable in reality to Brock as far as a client for Paul. Oh, I totally agree with that. And I think Stromer could benefit. He needs to retain some of that monster aura that's been ruined whenever he opens his mouth. Yeah, no, definitely. Without being rude. And the, fact that, to come off rude. and the fact that they're still going with the feats of strength thing, but they're getting progressively less cool and less impressive... Too is has not helped things. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely, you're right, it hasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It has not helped. Yeah, it's just, I I don't know Um, that they realize that necessarily, but that's how it is. Uh, The main event. You want to do some of the quick. Oh, Oh, I was going to do that, like, at the end of the whole thing, leftovers for both. No? You want to do it now? Um, Either way, whatever, whatever you. All right, let's talk about now the leftovers for Raw. We already talked about the boss. Well, it's only the one, right? Well, there's two. There's Razor and Titus and Bobby and Mojo. Oh, okay. I literally just said everything I had to say about both of those. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, off of the pain, I feel bad for them. I can't say it anymore. Um, and I don't know when this is going to end or if it's going to end. And Bobby and Mojo, I see people online complaining that Bobby won. I have a feeling this is going to be a thing where it's going to be 50 50 book. And Mojo's going to, like, I don't know, attack them and they're going to get more matches out of it. That's, yeah, oh, that's God. what I see happening. Yeah. It would be great if that was the end of whatever they've been doing with those two. Like, on Monday, they had a match. And, you know, uh, historically speaking, many times that would mean that was the end. There was a definitive outcome. But, yeah, this is probably just the start of whatever. Um, Bobby Roode needs to turn heel. That's it. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I can't even keep saying that anymore. It just it never made sense that... His gimmick just came onto the main roster as a face. It only makes sense because people like his song. But that's not nearly enough to justify the fact that the entire gimmick is literally fucking custom designed to be a heel and works so brilliantly as such. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... I just don't know what... I don't know if Vince is going to invest in him enough to turn him heel because once he turns heel, there's going to have to be, like, a plan in their head as to where he goes. And I don't know if Vince looks at him that way. That's, that's, that's I think, where the disconnect lies. I guess. I, I, that's crazy to me because Bobby Roode is, like, one of these guys who actually gets a, a good reaction organically and, like, is, you know, not, uh, not like a Seth Rollins or a Finn Balor. He's a little bit more of a, you know, um, I don't even know how the fuck to say this. Like a, like a classic WWE guy, like a Mr. Perfect or a Million Dollar Man or, like, you know, a little bit less of a high flyer type kind of guy. A little bit stronger, a little less quicker, which is something Vince McMahon traditionally likes. So I think just fucking, you know, figure out how you want to turn him heel, who against, and, and map out the storyline for the next six months going forward and just fucking commit to it. The rest will do itself. I booked that shit, pal. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I'm just trying to think who we, what baby face would be good to beat him with. Rollins. Rollins. Lashley, maybe, if their names weren't both. I was going to say, I was going to say Lashley. Yeah, um, you're right. They're Finn, definitely options. Finn, definitely. Yeah. Oh, Finn, yeah. Finn. Mr. Finn. Mr. Finn, um, Finn Baller. Okay. So, main event? Main event. That's the one. Uh, promo. So, did you think this was going to be the main event, first of all, before we get into it? Um, well, I thought it was either that or the Seth thing, depending on what was going to happen, which, you know, definitely was, this is the standout thing that should have main evented in hindsight, for sure. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought, yeah. Um, I was happy it did main event, though, I think that it it gave importance, I think. I didn't look at the ratings yet. Um, when you say your piece, I'll look that up online, um, because I'm interested to see. Because they, they advertised it well throughout the week and even during Raw. Did they have Alicia Fox? Because I, I, for the listeners, I got a full-time job recently on adapting to my new schedule and fell asleep while watching both Raw and SmackDown. 
West Scott actually fell asleep watching SmackDown with the soda in my bed and the cord everywhere, and I had to wash my sheets. Oh, that's TMI, sucks. but that happened. That happened. Um, anyway, that was the thing. Um, that's so depressing. I did not know. Yeah, that's so, so depressing. So depressing. Anyway. Oh, wow. Look at you. So the depressing. pun issuer. They call me the pun issuer. So quick on your feet. That's right. And I'm um, sitting, so you can only imagine. Did they have an Alicia Fox interview backstage or any type of thing with Alicia Fox or Alexa Bliss backstage? No, they just did the long-ass, way-too-long promo before the match with Alicia and Alexa. Oh, right. On top of the fact that they both came out to Alexa's music, like... Okay. Um, Yeah, Um, I thought the promo was way too long. Alicia's just fucking weird. And for the match, I wrote, bye, Alicia, just because she got killed, or at least it looked like it. She did get killed. I like that she got, like, 1% of offense in because she has been in the company for literally... Longer than Natalia. That's why Michael Cole said that. She's well, tenured diva. You know why that happened, though. That all, I mean, not to take away from Alicia, not that I'm opposed to it, but that only happened so that Rhonda could have that moment of, you know, that moment in the corner when she, uh, you know, when she goes from, like, on the defense to, like, just pissed as hell. That moment in the corner. Um. There's Wait, a mo- right, Alicia, right, right, right. being the veteran. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm saying Alicia didn't. You're, you're saying like they gave Alicia the offense for the sake of her being a veteran, just so she didn't get totally killed. I'm saying they gave Alicia the offense because they want to have in every Ronda Rousey match a moment where the tide, oh, the yes, tide yes, turns, yes. and it's written all over her face that her opponent is about to get annihilated. And she gives that look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. and there's like a few. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like an extended pause so, where you're like, ooh, I'm so glad I'm not Alicia Fox right now. Um, interesting to know, Raw Ravens were down this week. Huh. Isn't that weird? They've kind of been trending down lately. Um, I mean, I don't not, know. People, dude, people watch shit on YouTube. Like, it's so hard to quantify it nowadays, I feel like. Well, no, I'm speaking strictly um, TV and DVR. Well, wait, the article says down, but it's, or, I don't know if this was a mistake. Last week's number was two, 2.8 million. This week's number was 2.8 million. But the thing to note this week is that there wasn't that big of a drop-off from the third hour. So people wanted to watch Ronda. So of course. I guess there's that. Um, there was a drop-off, just not as large as always. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought they're doing Ronda really well. I think that's undeniable. I think The video, that, the Ronda versus Alicia match on WWE's YouTube channel has three and a half million views. So, you know, the, the three-minute gotcha. highlight thing in the match. Did you know that Brock Lesnar's segment from last week went viral, by the way? What, the, I don't watch it, the show? Yeah. Um, doesn't really surprise me. That. Yeah, but the numbers were catastrophic. Think about that Ronda number. And then uh, 9.5 million. Wow. Oh, okay. That, that's a pretty big number. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's um, a fucking huge number. So people can say what they want about Brock, man, but, but he continues to do well in that category. Dude, Lashley versus Brock, if they had built it the right way, man. Oh, I agree. Fucking huge. Without a doubt. Without a Just, doubt. Um, I Alexa... No, go ahead, yeah. Sorry, sorry, go on. No, 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 you go ahead. You're you're right, I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I thought Alexa took that judo throw bump better than anyone has so far. Alexa, not Alicia, right? Alexa, no, not Alicia. I mean, Alicia did fine. I don't like when Ronda does that, like, backwards throw. It just looks awkward. No one knows how to land, I feel like. I don't even know if that was Alicia's fault. Like, yeah. the face just gets... Later, placed, like, later in the match, you mean. Yeah, although Stephanie, I did think, took it better at WrestleMania, which is an awful thing to fail out, but I think it's the truth. 
It looked pretty um, pretty ugly still, though, in that case. Oh, no, it did. But, like, Alicia, like, fell on her shoulder and her arm. It's just, like, an injury-prone move, it looks like. Honestly, all, um, of, all of her moves to me look like she's, like, a, like a her judo throw is, like, a legit judo throw. You know? I don't know. To me, I was, as I'm watching that match, I'm like, Alicia's not in on any of this shit. She's just giving Ronda her body, and Ronda is doing the rest. Suplex city, bitch. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, the selling point of this feud up until this point was not seeing Ronda and Alexa actually be physical. I mean, there's only one more week to SummerSlam, so I get why they did it, but I think I would have maybe let Alexa escape once more and then had Ronda get on the mic. Yeah. Not do both. Dude, was that fucking um, weird how, I don't know, to me it was just weird how it played, how Ronda's cutting a promo and... Like, Nat, I just Natty's reaction, the way Alexa tried to attack her, all of it was like, whoa, that was fucking weird. Or, am I wrong about that? No, I don't think you're wrong. I think part of it is that Natty knows deep inside that she's going to be turning. I, I think creative told her, and that's informing her facial expressions. Yeah. And the, way she, the way she's acting, because she isn't the best actress. Um, yeah. Even though <laughs> she's so good on Total Divas, I do not understand the disconnect between... I guess I would say her real persona on Total Divas and her wrestling character. And I don't know why no one backstage is telling her to just be yourself. She's so likable. I've laughed out loud at her several times on that show. Um, even in like things that are like emotional, she does, she does well, whether it's like forced or not. I just don't get it. It's very confusing to me. Well, it's a di- you know, different mediums, obviously. Like that's, it's just harder, to, harder for her to, right. and understandably so, for her to be more comfortable and relaxed in on the WWE setting. You mean the Total Divas setting? Right. It's it's harder for her to be comfortable on WWE. It's easier on Total Divas. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, yeah, she's been doing it so much that when she's in front of a camera, she'd be like second nature after. They have to film those, like, little interview things and they cut to their face talking about what's happening in the scene, like, hours and hours a day so I don't know right well that's what I'm saying like that setting seeing her hanging out with her friends and then cutting away to a confessional versus just having to cut promos backstage like you're so limited when they're trying to just show people interacting backstage it's hard to I don't know there's it's different than you know watching a scene on Total Divas for example no I I agree I just think that sometimes she's given writing that doesn't go to her strengths and the writer should know her strengths after watching her in that show that's all yeah no definitely yeah I yeah. guess they don't watch the show. Um, I think uh, Paige is back on it, by the way. I think Alexa and I are off it. Oh, really? For next season, yeah. Huh, I wonder why that it's gonna is. going to be in its eighth season. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I think we can move on to SmackDown? Totally. Totally devilishly. Okay. So SmackDown opens up with Randy Orton. I say it with that tone in my voice because I love... Okay, first of all, he needs to lose that zest with, with Hood. Because this is a new incarnation of him, and I feel like that huh. that reminds me of the whole Wyatt storyline when he started wearing that. Definitely. Very small thing. I think it's the only way he knows how to be evil, bro. It's the only way he knows how to present evil or, uh, you know, transcribe it to his look, I guess. Yeah, but he was a baby face during the Wyatt feud. God damn, they're baby faces. I mean, yeah, he that's that a good point. A that's a good face. point. <laughs> anyway, anyways, anyways, um, small detail, I just think. These are things that, like, I don't know why me who doesn't work with everything, but like there has to be someone in the company saying, huh, I wonder if we should, you know, just wear a regular t-shirt or I don't know, whatever. I feel like um, that's the kind of thing that separates the people who's harder in it from the people whose heart isn't in it. Like, cause it's up to them. It's up to Orton to update his look a little bit or not. And apparently he just doesn't, you know, that's not something that's on his radar. 
true, but, but but he's been doing such a good job with his character that that I would have to maybe argue with that point. I feel like he's really... I don't know. Well, not argue with that point, because I guess you're right. But in terms of how he's portraying this you know, iteration of his character, I think he's all in on it. He's very, you know, he's doing really great. I think the promos are great. Okay, but... I'm kind of getting tired of it right now. I think that nothing new is being said. I don't really... I mean, this is the yeah. second week that he opened the show, and it's the third week that he did a promo like this. And he talks very slow. I know Wade talked about it, but... He talks yeah, I mean, very slow. Did he do that during the whole like, IED storyline when he like punched Ben and all that stuff? When he like, but that's what they're trying to say. He's returning to that character in so many words. Ah, that's what you hope they're trying to say. I haven't seen any indication of that yet. That was fucking awesome. But even at the time, they fucking they dialed that back way too early. Like you know, they they weren't even halfway through the build from Rumble to Mania when it just suddenly and mysteriously got a lot less cool. That feud to me. Well, as much as I hate Byron Saxton, he did say that Randy Orton is beginning to... He said something about his past is something that alluded to that. Not, you know, back in X yeah. many years. But he did say that he's kind of, you know... Re- I mean, not regressing. I'm using the word regressing because I'm a psych. But, you know, I don't know. Regardless. I would have loved that. Um, because they, yeah, right. at the time, they realized that they kind of inherently, within the story... He was saying that WWE was culpable for his condition, IED, because they knew about it ahead of time and they you know still took him on or i don't know maybe i'm messing it up a little bit but i think they realized early on like shit we're saying that we're fucking being negligent basically and then so they dialed that aspect of it back which kind of killed the whole thing for me we're talking about the triple h randy orton feud for wrestlemania 25 for anybody who's yes uninitiated also orton and hardy aren't having a match so what is the function of this as of now, I have no fucking clue. As of now, they're not having the match, to be clear. I have no fucking clue to answer your question. <laughs> God damn it, that's good shit. Um, I think that maybe Orton like attacks Jeff and it either gets made into a triple threat at SummerSlam or there's just no content, uh, no uh, no contest. No contest. Like, say- <laughs> <laughs> and, well, maybe there is no contest. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe no we'd content. be better off sometimes if there were no content. Oh just God, a dead feed on the WWE network instead of fucking uh, match where Ellsworth is hanging over the ring and Asuka looks like shit. <laughs> oh, God. Just to pick one. Um, I forgot about that. Thank you, by the way. PTSD now. We're just talking about all sorts of disorders on the show today. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like they did it with SummerSlam last year where, like, Orton and Rusev was like a squash match because they had, like, so many matches. So you have to look at the card and see which matches could go shorter for, like, storyline reasons or whatnot. And I feel like this is a match that could. So I could really see this match not happening. Nakamura and Hardy. Yeah. And I think that's how Orton gets involved in SummerSlam is like preventing it and then maybe you get a triple threat match at the next pay-per-view. That's actually how I would book it, by the way. Wouldn't that, be a, wa- wouldn't that be a waste of everything they've been doing these last few months? With these three? No, because... No, because Orton's annoyed that... I mean, Orton should be annoyed that... Well, not annoyed, but... You know, he was the U.S. champion... Hardy has a rematch. He's been saying how much he hates Hardy, how much he's going to end his life, essentially. And now he has a match at SummerSlam. It wouldn't make sense if he didn't try and interfere somehow. And then that's as po- well, no, as opposed to him being added to the match ahead of time and having a triple threat, somewhat of a match. Well, we talked about that, how it's weird that the SmackDown women's title and this were both be triple threat matches. Not that it can't happen. I don't think it's weird. I, I don't think, think it's weird. I think you uh, can still add a few more triple threat matches. Oh, well, I think I thought you agreed last week. I think you changed your position on that. I don't think it's weird. I just think it's a little bit lazy. Um, 
But I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, they, it's it, the thing is, the rosters are so bloated right now. I don't know. I think the idea of it being lazy to do a triple threat with these three and with the women's title is overridden by, you know, having Orton featuring him week in, week out on the show. He just came back recently and then not having him featured at SummerSlam. Right. If it's a triple threat match, I will not be annoyed. I'm just saying that the SummerSlam card is very large and they have matches sometimes that are short or, or swatch matches, etc. And I think that in this match, I could see the storyline reason being Orton fucking a party. And maybe, I don't know, Nakamura goes into an entirely new feud or, I don't know, Orton has to be a SummerSlam in this match somehow. True, true, and, definitely. And I just feel like ending it soon to save time for the other matches makes sense and is a thing that they could do logically. That's all. True, true. Um, would Hardy not be... I don't know, is it weird that Hardy wouldn't see this coming? I was actually going to ask about Ronda, too. Is it weird that she wouldn't see Natty coming? Because I feel like Ronda... No, I don't think is so. Getting Ronda, a, no, I, don't I feel think like so. Ronda is getting a crash course in, you know, expect the unexpected. I feel like every time she's on TV... She's expecting one thing, and something different happens. So it's like, you know, are you going to start learning from that eventually, or are you just going to keep having that cost you every time? Um, and with Hardy, like, if he wouldn't, that's why I brought it up here. A, because I forgot to bring it up there. And B, because with Hardy, are you really going to go into a match with Shinsuke at SummerSlam and just be surprised when Orton shows up and attacks you? Because you will be pretty stupid in that case if you're, I don't know. Maybe we're just supposed no, to spend I, that disbelief. There's a lot of times where you and I would be better suited to do something in kayfabe versus the character, but we just have to overlook that. So, I don't know. Maybe this is that. Um, well, I think what would really make sense for Hardy's character would be to go into Paige's office and say, listen, every time I've been in the ring, Orton has interfered, just add him to the match. The go-home show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Think, that would that would definitely that would make, make sense. That, that would make sense. It would kind of make him look noble. Totally, totally. So, so I think we've ruled that we've ruled that out as something that will happen on the Go Home SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> this is me um, losing faith. This is me losing faith. <laughs> um, Carmella came out, and I loved her outfit. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I did too. Loved it. Fabulous. I know. I'm trying to think of anything else I have to say about. She's kind of like a background player right now, and I feel like that means she's going to win. At SummerSlam? Yeah. Um, but this led to a, a tag team match with Charlotte and Becky or DT Generation X. Versus, or or uh, Charlotte and Becky. Or Becky and Charlotte. Now versus the, the Iconics, and it will say the Iconics, because it's an iconic name. Yes. Not, not the the I-Iconics. Uh, the I-Iconics. Um, I, you know, I'm happy they're on the main roster, and I, I'm happy they get, like, talking time, but I don't know. But... I'm... I'm Part of my main reason for really pushing for this women's tag team division is that I, ha- I feel like Vince would trust them as being the lead heel team. And I don't know why I think that I just do. Well, I think a big part of the reason is probably because they're the only actual women's team. Well, when you think about it. There's the Riot Squad and there's Mandy and Sonia. You were the only women's tag team, I guess. Oh, Mandy and Sonia. Yeah, okay. Never mind. They're not anything. They're not the only anything. Um, but I, I don't know. I think their gimmick from Inception has been, you know, that they're linked. That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Like, they're to me, they're the standout choice to be the first women's tag champs if they go that route. But if we're still talking about that, and obviously we are, Is it, would it not be weird that that would be the only title that gets defended across brands? That's what I keep coming back to. 
Um, well, in that thing that I was talking about with Becky where she did an interview, she said that there's just not enough women and she really doesn't think there ever will be on one show, you know, because you have the Mae Young Classic and you have the NXT UK division and the NXT women's side. Oh, yeah. So there, there won't be so, to the point where you can have three different women's tag titles. Definitely not. Well, well, yeah, you're right. But she was advocating for them floating for that exact reason because she's saying, you know, it's not a matter of the fact that we aren't progressing where there aren't enough women on the roster. She said, I don't think there will ever be that many women on Elite Raw or SmackDown. So that's why it makes sense to float them. And she even said, including the NXT girls, would make sense too. So I kind of like that. Right. Idea. Is, it, is it weird that it's the only title? Yes, it is weird. But I think it makes sense. Yeah, when you consider. There aren't as many women as men. That's it. When you consider everything, but when you actually think about it amidst all the other titles, that is how it becomes like it starts to stand out for being like, you know, if there were, if all the tag titles, if the men's tag titles too did the same thing, then it's like, okay, that makes sense. Even, even just the men's titles. But I think if it's just the women's titles, that stands out as, as, you know, odd. It does stand out without a doubt. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, I really don't think. Um, I, I I I don't know. I don't want to have an opinion on it. I, I don't know if I think that it won't happen. But I'm hoping that it does. Okay. Um, speaking okay. of the women, our next uh, well, there were a few backstage segments. We had uh, the Miz did this thing where he's shooting a reality show that's already airing, and that's not how it works. They that's definitely first. not how it works. Also, reality show wouldn't on location just be your house then because it's a reality also, show. Yeah. Yeah, um, why, so, okay. Well, no, and with that wait, all being I'll said, wait. why would, never mind, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so that was just a little thing to show that he was doing that to set up for another segment that we'll get into. Then they did the whole New Day thing, coping with Kramer. I thought it was hilarious, but did the joke go over my head? Or was there a joke at all? I thought just for the sake of it being hilarious and it being like a, you know, like a throwback to an old school sports interview, which is obviously what they were parodying. I liked it a lot. And it also got me thinking, this is another thing we were wrong about. I was like, duh, why did we overlook the idea that New Day could just win the tag tournament and go on? Because this, after this happened, I was like, ooh, shit, they're heating New Day up. Okay. Sorry, the bar. Sorry, Bari. Heating them up, you know, to take on Bludgeon at SummerSlam. Well, what? I thought that uh, this interview segment, the fact that they showed New Day early on and that they did something so funny got me thinking they could win. That last week we overlooked them when we were just talking about the bar versus the bludgeon at SummerSlam. And then obviously that panned out to be correct because they won. See, I thought that they weren't going to win, and this was a way of kind of, I don't know, keeping them not oh, okay. losing and doing something funny. But I, I think we both have a good idea of that. Well, yeah, I, I mean, guess I, you're, I you guess know. your way makes a little more sense. I just, I don't know, I guess I just kind of felt like, you know, like, why, why did we overlook that? I guess because we thought Sanity and New Day, they're going to keep doing something with them. Because this, well, yeah, we, we didn't want to, I didn't want to admit oh. the, the idea that Sanity wouldn't be on SummerSlam, but obviously that's a thing that's real in the world. Gotcha. Um, okay, so after these two segments, we had Lana versus Zelina Vega, which I thought was a little percentage better than last week. Um, Rusev and, and Aiden and oh, Lana really? made up for... Uh, uh, what you thought it was worth? I put this in leftovers. Just ultimately, it just brought us right back to where we were oh, when I the show started. This is, no, there's so many moving parts. This is that. I thought it brought us right back to where where it was when the show started. A, B, is this going to be a mixed tag at SummerSlam? Because otherwise, because it's useless now, isn't it? Question mark. Um. Well, what would Aiden do? That's why that would be the main reason it would be leftovers is because they're not going. to... I think none of these people are going to be on SummerSlam. 
No, but I mean, I think it's worth noting that they're progressing the feud. They're taking the silver and approach to it. They're giving Andrade and, you know, they're keeping them in the spotlight. So what I, I, feud? I'm, I'm, the feud between Aiden and Rusev or the feud between them three and... Well, I, I think there's two feuds brewing. I think we're ultimately leading to Rusev Aiden feud. At the same time, Andrade and Belina are being kept in the spotlight. Kind of. But right now, Lana and Belina, you know, they had a little social media thing back and forth. So there's that. And now after the outcome... We can either go to Rusev seven eight and possibly mix tag match. So I, I think it's possibilities. I think that they can. You knew where this was headed the whole time. This segment. Oh, without a doubt. I'm not trying to say it wasn't predictable, but I don't know. I maybe because I like Andrade and Vega, and I'm happy that they're doing something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as opposed to nothing, definitely. But you know, it's kind of close. Well, wow, I could, uh, you have a really good opinion of it. You're comparing it to nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, he's doing something as opposed to doing nothing. But you know. As far as something goes, right, it's, it's right, about... Right. Okay, Let's okay, move on. Okay. Let's move on. You okay. hate it. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I love Andrade. Me too. I was disappointed when I got reminded that it was a women's match. His music hit, and I was like, oh, yeah, sick. And then he came out in a suit, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, but he looks good in a suit, so I don't mind him coming out in a suit. That's um, true. What was next? Uh, I don't kind of have it in order. I think uh, sh- the Shinsuke backstage thing... Which I thought was the, the the best thing Carmella did on Tuesday night this week was to be the butt of the R Truth joke. Hilarious, in my opinion. Oh, on my way to work, I was watching YouTube. I don't know where, who does it, but like they speed up it's like highlights and they speed it up. So yeah, like copyright. And they showed the backstage segment, but they didn't show Carmella. What happened with Carmella? No, 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 no. Our truth said he he challenged basically was backstage in Shinsuke's oh, face, right. and he said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you." For that, and I'm going to earn my shot the way everybody else does by pinning Carmella tonight. You know, because the yeah. Becky and Charlotte the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did. I, I thought she was actually present. That was fucking hilarious. No, no, no. She was just the butt of the joke, which was perfect. Um. Damn. Okay, and then it was our truth and Nakamura. I thought. Wait, did you think our truth got too much offense in, or did I watch a little the bit? And it looked like he got more in. Okay. No, he he got a little bit too much in. Unfortunately, I mean, our truth could be sick if he was. I don't want to say taken more seriously because that's not the right way to put it. You know, he's been in TNA. He's 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 got potential. I mean, he's older now, but yeah, given who he is and and where he is, he got too much offense in for sure. I feel like I said that when he said Joe, and you and he didn't really agree with me that he looked good about our truth. Yeah. Oh, there's a simple explanation for that. What? He's gotten a lot better since then. Well, I was either wrong then or I'm wrong now. What do you want me to say? I like that Nakamura brought back the exploder suplex. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Yeah, reverse exploder. I'm guessing he does it with people who could take the move, which is why I'm holding out hope for Joe putting AJ in the muscle box to sell, stupidly. Oh, right, yeah. Um, which we can transition. Oh, no, actually, the AJ thing was before this, but it doesn't matter. We can talk about it now. Yeah. I don't like that they didn't have AJ start the 9 o'clock hour. They had him, like, kind of halfway through. I don't know. He's, he's oh, got I didn't to be Come on. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They put the most important people at the top of the hour because other shows are ending, and they break down ratings by hours, so it is important. Also, I liked what he said. I mean, this is the way they've been treating me, him, though. You know, it's not new. I know. It doesn't mean I like it. Um, I still don't either. What were you going to say? Nakamura, when I was watching AJ just cut this promo, I, I, for a split second, thought, why are they, every feud that we want AJ to be in, I feel like they're overthinking it. Like, okay, this is better... Well, we didn't see the match yet, so we, I can't compare it to the Nakamura Age style feud. But I don't know, like this whole family stuff, like it worked with Joe because he's Joe and he could he could sell anything. And AJ had good fire to the promo, but like, does it really does the feud need to be about this with only a week left to go? 
Like, why does it need to be about, why can't it just be about the title and that Joe's a really mean guy who's been on the roster for a long time and he's, he's, he's paid his dues and he wants the title and that's it. What it comes down to is this. You say you're taking my title. I say I'm keeping my title. Obviously, we're at an impasse. I think, I think it is about the title, dude. I think this is Joe's strategy. He's trying to get in AJ's head and make it personal about his family. And it's working, clearly. It's an AJ gave this whole spiel about people in the audience being fathers. And I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, 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 didn't, I, I, I thought it was nuanced. I thought it, I thought it was fine. I just, after Nakamura Styles, I guess I'm afraid of where this is going. That's all. Okay. Maybe I had some PTSD from that feed as well. Well, that's understandable. Do I dislike it? No, I don't dislike it at all. I, I think that AJ yeah. and Joe both did very well. I think I would have had Joe come out maybe. I don't think I'm watching backstage against the feud all that much, aside from getting an AJ kind of, you just said. Yeah, because um, he was laughing at the end of the promo, know. which indicated that he saw something that Did you see makes him guy? think his plan is working. Oh, my God, yeah, that was a crazy oh shiner. I guess that was from a live event. God, that was brutal. And it's funny, I was hoping that if he came out, that AJ would call attention to it, but then that would call attention to the fact that AJ has already beaten Joe like six times on the live show circuit. Yeah, if, they had, if that had been in like a tag situation, he could have maybe said something. Like if they were having tag matches with them in another feud on the live event circuit. Yeah, you know, I would have, well, we can, now call it Anderson just gave birth to, uh, well, he didn't give birth. That would be uh, breaking news. Carl Anderson's wife gave birth to their fourth child recently, and I would have booked this feud by having Joe attack Alice and Anderson backstage to kind of give them something to do and to kind of tie Jesus, one man attack both of them? How bad do you want them to look, dude? Well, why don't you punch me in the fucking face? I, okay, do it in a way, maybe one of them. Maybe maybe you do it to Carl Anderson, and that's why he's gone and he's being a new daddy. So okay. that's that works. Because it works with the whole family, you know, not literally family, but like, you know, Bullet Club family and close brothers and all that stuff. Good brothers. And I think I would have included them in it. I guess maybe they didn't because Anderson's leaving because of the child, but I don't know. I thought that would have been a cool wrinkle. Do you and think- then you could have had Joe have like two heel partners and do like a six man. Who? On like SmackDown or something. Yeah, who? Who, who would be his partners? Um, you could have done Nakamura and... Which would be weird based on their NXT history. Nakamura and, and Nakamura, Andrade. And maybe? Nakamura's current feud. It would have been weird. Well, and then AJ's partners would be Jeff Hardy. Oh, no. I thought I AJ's do, partners uh, were, the, were the club. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So AJ's partners are the clubs. And then it's Joe, Andrade, and... Um, I don't know. There's another heel there. Um, Probably somewhere. Not Check the miss. couch or cushions. Maybe, no, I don't know. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you, we we see the sentiment. We see where you're going, dude. Um, yeah, no, that's not a bad idea. I just think that Joe's not. I think it's not not about the title. I think Joe's saying what he's saying as a strategy with the title being his end goal. No, I definitely. I like I it. I like it better than you do. It, I, I definitely don't think it isn't about the title. That's not my complaint. I just think that sometimes with AJ feuds that we want to see, they overcomplicate them a bit. And yeah. maybe it's too soon to judge this one yet, because I do think they're doing a good job. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. The reason... the re- uh, I've been watching a lot of WCW in the last year. Don't ask me why. On the WWE Network, like the last last couple of years of WCW. And they did this thing with... Uh, Ric Flair's son was with Vince Russo, and they were feuding with Ric Flair. And Ric Flair's son and Vince Russo's whole thing was that Rick was never around to raise... Uh, David. David Flair, thank you. And that... And, and Rick's... I don't know, it was weird, because I was watching the mat, the actual match between them at the pay-per-view, and Rick's family was ringside, and they were all rooting Rick on, 
And the commentators just had to really, they weren't capable of, and really, so they should have done it differently at the time. But I think AJ's doing a better job, because it's basically the same argument that Joe's making that David Flair and Vince Russo made way back then. But in my opinion, it's being done a lot better. Um, Because when Ric Flair was coming out for that match, the commentators are just like, you know, like Ric Flair was out making a lot more money than a lot of other fathers would have made to support David. And a lot of people would say that was better than if he was around to spend time with them. And it was just like... Oh, guys, no, you're saying this all wrong. But I think AJ said it a lot better when he was saying, you know, like, all parents have to make sacrifices. I'm not a parent, but I think he said a lot of things that probably struck a chord with a lot of parents out there watching. You know what I mean? Because that's true about about being a parent is it's constantly you have to make sacrifices based on your own personal sensibilities. And so, I don't know. That's how I'm looking at it because I'm watching it being done so much worse 18 years ago. How old are your kid? No, I said I'm not a father, dude. That I know about. No, I'm just kidding. No, that actually put it into perspective a little better. So I, I, I think for that. Relevant. Relevancy is good. Relatability is good. Yeah, what they were saying about Ric Flair was fucking ridiculous. Um, okay. So then the, after that, we had... I think it was Bludgeon and then the tag team main event, right? Yep. Bludgeon was in the leftovers for me, but yep. Yeah, well, I mean, it's tied into the main event, so we don't really need to go into more detail other than the fact that they squashed a, no, a no-name team for no reason. A team of three guys. <laughs> a weird-ass oh, team guys? of three guys. Oh, God. Yeah, they beat, two, they beat a three-guy team. It's weird. Um, and then, they, when, and then when the main event entrances were happening, I was like, oh, shit, are they going to do, do this and then do something else in the main event? Just because they had over half an hour left at that point. But obviously, yeah, well, they the, just, the main, sorry, go ahead. The main event got good time. Yeah, well, yeah, and they, you know, they, they lived up to it. That was a fucking awesome, I mean, relatively awesome tag match. It wasn't an NXT-level tag match, obviously, but for the main roster, it was good. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> wasn't quite I, the minor leagues, but for the majors, it was, it was, it was all right. No, it was good. It was well, fun. Are you talking about the main event? Yeah. Oh, wow, I thought the main event was pretty awesome. No, I know. It was. It was awesome. But while I was saying that, I was thinking, but I've seen better tag matches. But it was. It was awesome. But, and, and, you well, know, I it's mean, unfair because had... it doesn't have the capacity to be what I'm comparing it to, which is the current that NXT tag DIY. division scene. Yeah, or that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I was I was definitely very surprised when New Day won. Um, I, I feel like because it's the biggest the second biggest show of the year and, and the biggest one of the summer is that they want to put in the guys that are marketable and known and they want to sell tickets. Well, not sell tickets because they already sold out, but he, 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 I feel like they have It makes sense, in hindsight. In it it makes sense. And it's a face... Uh, the main reason I'm surprised we overlooked it as quick as we did and why we were surprised was because it's a face... It's an actual face heel dynamic, you know? Like, of course, if WWE is just going to default to either New Day or The Bar, it's going to be the face team taking on heel champions. Yeah. God damn, they're baby faces. Um, I was disappointed, I'm not going to lie. You were disappointed? Um, I mean, a little bit. I really, because I, I don't know where the bar goes from here. I'll tell you where they don't go. Like, as long as Bludgeon are champions, I just don't see them scratching the surface of, 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 the, of the title. Yeah, it's too bloated. There's too many teams. Um, the oh, ep- and then we left out the second Brian Miz segment. Oh, right, 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 right. Go ahead. We can end on that. Uh, do you have anything else to say about the tag team title? No, I was just going to list the biggest omissions that I could think of from SummerSlam. 
Nia Jax, Kurt Angle, well, Kurt Angle, whatever, but The Authors of Pain, Bobby Roode, then on SmackDown, Asuka, Sanity, The Bar, The Usos, a lot of tag teams, obviously. Naomi, but where the fuck has she been? I don't know if I was, okay, biggest admissions, I think you you should rephrase that. To me, you're just listing people who aren't on the card. I mean, why would AOP randomly... But AOP hasn't even gotten a picture. No, no, yet, no, no. They... That's no, no. What I'm saying is, I'm just talking about uh, who exists in the rosters. That 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 is. That's all I'm talking about. Who exists in the rosters that aren't on the card? I'm not saying Titus versus fucking the authors should be on the card. I'm just saying it's a travesty that the authors aren't on the card, and they only debuted a couple months ago. It's kind of a travesty that McIntyre isn't wrestling on the card, and he debuted a couple months ago. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, McIntyre is a different story. But it makes sense with all the storylines, though. You know what I mean? Right, like, but AOP, it's a travesty nonetheless. Should have been booked better. I guess so. Not... I mean, you left Andrade out, you left Ember Moon out. Oh, right. Of course, Andrade and Ember Moon. Yeah, I should have said that. I knew... That's why I shouldn't have done that. Obviously, Andrade Bobby and Ember Rude, Moon. Bobby Roode as a face character, um, I, I kind of don't even care that he's not on the card anymore. Until he's heel, I don't really care about him, unfortunately. Well, I guess that's what I'm saying. He should be heel. Well, yeah. Um, and on the card. Okay, so the Miz Bryan thing, and you might have to refresh my memory on this part. Did they make it apparent that Miz was lying about being on set and that he was backstage the whole time? Like, how did Bryan know? I mean, well, okay. Not how did Bryan know, because I think everyone knew. No, to me, I just kind of found out as it unraveled. So we're supposed to assume that Bryan trashed the actual set of the show. That I don't know. That I thought up until you said the thing about it being backstage. So I guess I still I still don't know. I thought they were going to play it off that the Miz was like scared or not scared of Brian. Well, deep inside scared, so he was lying about being on the reality show. But this whole time he was really backstage. That could still have been the story. I don't know. Fuck! I should have paid better but attention. Guess, but then I guess Cage as the general manager would be like, obviously she knows he's backstage, unless he was like actually filming like the interview. I don't know, but it's just like. Like, suspension of disbelief. Like you said, you don't film reality shows backstage in arenas. You just film. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, I guess it's a small thing. But I, I noticed it last week, and I thought that was going to be part of the story, is that, like, you know, he's lying about where he is because he's afraid of Brian, and Brian finds him in the room. But whatever. Small detail. Um, but, I, I mean, this is good. This is it ramped up the intensity. Um, Miz got the upper hand in the end, right? He, he smashed up, uh, something on Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that made me think, was Miz, was this a setup to get Brian into that situation so Miz could do that? Or did Miz just, you know, was it a convenient vase that was there for Miz to just react to in the moment and grab? That, that I definitely thought about that. Like, and he, did he hit it over his neck or his back? Uh, his, the back of his neck. Kind of his upper back. Huh. Interesting. Um, what culture called SmackDown's main event the best TV main event of 2018? by the way. Okay. NXT is not on TV, so that's... No, I'm not saying I agree with it. I don't think I agree with that. No, 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 I'm not. No, I don't disagree with it because NXT, you know, it would be an easy thing to disagree with off the top of my head if NXT were TV. No, but Raw Raw had to have a a good main event at some point. They have those randomly good matches. Seth Rollins was in... Seth Rollins and uh, Dolph Ziggler. True. Uh, The title was really good. But for the finish again? True, yeah. I thought it was interesting how they talked about Daniel Bryan and Miz's history, how they've been at each other for eight years and the entirety of Bryan's WWE career. Yeah, that's not really true, though. Well, off and on. Not the entirety. Off, off and, and on. on. Okay. From the start to now, obviously the, the latest. 
you know, off and on, they've always been kind of intertwined. Like, they've always periodically come back to being intertwined with each other. And I just kind of wished when somebody said something about them all the way back to NXT, I wish The Miz was like, yeah, when I was his pro and he was my rookie. Because why not? Yeah. You know, because when you say all the way back to NXT, anybody, any casual viewer is just like, oh, shit, I didn't know The Miz was in NXT. That's all. Also, I'm uh, on what culture and what culture said when Becky told Charlotte Flair they're not like Sasha Banks and Bailey. Here's the thing, though, they are. Because, like, they kind of peppered in and they, like, went back and forth. From, the like, tension. Being, like, friends and, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's as bad as Sasha and Bailey, so I don't know if I agree with that completely. But no, I but I there, do. I think there is some intended irony there. Yeah. So that's worth, definitely worth mentioning. Did you want to get into your uh, fact oh, you yeah. might not know? Fact I might not know? And I'll tell you if I know fact, it. Fact, ooh, I like that better. The fact you may not know. Well, no, I have to change facts. The... Get your facts straight, huh. man. <laughs> okay, well, maybe... Okay, I'll just say that this week, it is not a fact. It is a report. That's smart. Cover your ass. So it'll be the report you may not know this Jimmy's week. Jimmy's Fun it. Report of the Week. There we go. So I have two of them. Well, my fun fact initially was going to be that Booker T... Like David Arquette for the reason he won his first WCW championship because when David Arquette won the title he went on WCW the next week and said that there are a bunch of guys in the back who haven't been champion yet one of them being um, Booker T and Booker T was booked into a title match like I think a few months after that yeah so a few months after David, so he, he cites David Arquette as the reason for that, which I think wow. is maybe not true but that's what he said in an interview at least yeah. So that's the fact. And that's the um, Booker that's T who famously said he's a big guy, right, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> huh. um, so there are reports the Young Bucks are being aggressively pursued by WWE. Really? Now, this happens, I feel like, once a year, but the reports are apparently there's confirmation that someone from WWE met them at an airport to, like, talk about things. God damn, we got to put a rocket ship under this kid. Um. They're under contract till at least next year, so nothing's happening soon, or it doesn't mean that we should be expecting them. But my and the article's way of thinking is that, you know, they've done almost everything, main eventing, hot topic, hot sellers, they're having their own show, for God's sakes, in October. Um, Yeah. So I can kind of see it happening eventually. I wouldn't be surprised that when their contract runs out, they sign. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, I mean, so it's kind of exciting that they're now pursuing them this early because that means that the earlier the talks happen, the more likely they are to wrinkle out whatever it is that the Young Bucks want because I do think they'll want, um, you know, I don't know about creative control, but I bet merchandising, they're going to want to keep their own personal touch on it. Yeah, they're going to want a degree of creative control. Yeah. And um, maybe even be allowed to work for other promotions, maybe which would be interesting. Uh, um, I mean, it's, interest, it's interesting to talk about, but I think as far as actually ironing something with WWE out to that effect is a bridge too far, personally. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But, um, but yeah, that's all I got. Those are the facts and, and, and the reports. That's awesome. That, that would be fucking sick if that happened. Um, I actually, I was thinking about this when you were talking about Anderson's wife. I was thinking, or I, I was noticing on Twitter that Gals and Anderson, a couple of days ago, were talking about making a big announcement soon. And, you know, people were commenting like, oh, I've heard that before, you know, don't want to get my hopes up, da-da-da. But, I don't know, given their connection to the Bucks, I don't know, maybe it's worth mentioning. 
No, I, I think it's definitely worth mentioning, yeah. Maybe I'm just a babbling fool. That is all I have. you have anything else? Um, no, I think that'll do it. I'll about wrap it up into a neat little bow. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at RealHugeActor. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Millcraft. Like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. Uh, we can change out from SummerSlam. We'll talk to you guys one last time next week beforehand. Uh, getting ready for the biggest party of the summer. Absolutely. So long, guys. Later, guys. So-